Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. You can listen to Budweiser's weekday sports beat live or on demand with our free WSBT radio app. Just search WSBT radio in the App Store and Google Play. Now, back to local sports talk on Sports Beat with your host, Darren Pritchett. Six twenty-one at Sports Radio nine sixty WSBT Sports Beat continues on this Tuesday evening. Indiana high school football starts Friday night, including an outstanding early season non-conference matchup. Two teams that are ranked in the preseason polls: the Mishawaka Marion Knights and the Mishawaka Cavemen. And the head coach of Mishawaka High School. Keith Kinder joins me on the program. Keith, five years at Mishawaka, 35 and 13, and he was a pretty good quarterback back in the day, a part of back-to-back state championship teams at Jimtown High School, more than a part of. He was the, the starting quarterback. So, Coach, good to be with you as always. How are you? I'm doing great. We just got off the practice field. It's a little warm, so uh, our kids are inside in the ac now watching film but uh just just excited to get the season rolling you and i were talking before uh during your break just just how how fun it is to think about football season coming and and having football for the next five or six months football has been in your blood for so many years as a player as a coordinator and now as a head coach just what is your perspective what is your excitement going into the start of a brand new season well, you know, I, I think the most fun uh, thing about it early on is just seeing kids uh, experience uh, a Friday night atmosphere for the first time. Um, you know, the, the, the guys that have been working hard, that have, you know, been freshman players, played on the JV, been scout players, and then they finally get their opportunity uh, to, to be a uh, meaningful participant in a Friday night game. And so, Every year, that that's really exciting. You know, I tell our kids all the time, the reason that, that I and, and other coaches do what we do is because we get to keep coming back. You know, they, they've got a short four-year window, but the exciting thing for me is every year getting to see uh, how a new group kind of takes shape. So uh, we're having fun, and, and we're really excited. I want to ask you about the quarterback position because you had one heck of a player the last couple of years in Justin Fisher, who is now a part of the Notre Dame football program. And during last season, he got injured. So this other guy got some pretty good playing time, and it's his younger brother, Brady Fisher. First off, similarities, differences between these two playing the quarterback position. Well, I think the biggest similarity is, is they understand uh, that both of them have a good understanding of what we're trying to accomplish on offense. Really intelligent kids. Um, their their differences. There's just a, a ton of them physically. They don't really look anything alike. Brady's six four. He's he's got really long legs. Uh, you know, he's got some uh, deceptive speed because he's you know he he looks so lanky when he's running. 
Um, you know, physically, Justin uh, probably a little bit stronger, but um, both really competitive. Uh, Brady just doesn't show his competitive side nearly as much. You know, Justin uh, was outwardly and visibly <laughs> competitive. Brady's a little bit more reserved. He, he and and sometimes that's a good thing from a quarterback. He he almost seems unflappable at times. But you know, we're really excited about the opportunity that Brady has. I, I think you know. Uh, obviously, we we would have liked Justin to not get hurt last season uh, during that stretch, but it ends up being a, a nice experience for Brady as, as he gets ready to take over. I'm curious, Keith, just to build on what you just said there, can you do a little bit more with Brady Fisher this season based on the fact that he was a big part of your offense late last year? Yeah, it, you know, the, the learning curve uh, doesn't have to start completely fresh you know so so typically when when we when we have we we have a quarterback graduate whoever replaces him kind of starts with a blank slate and we just go through and and reteach the entire thing um the fact that he got those three weeks not not just the the friday nights but every practice rep every film session where he was being coached like those things are things that we've been able to expand on this year. And because of that, you know, we've got a really experienced offensive line coming back. We've got our fullback returning. We've got two halfbacks back. So because of that, like we're able to be further along right now than we typically would be with a new starting quarterback. I would imagine coach on your business card, you've already added coach a Notre Dame football player. Well, I will tell (laughs) you that I, I've been a Notre Dame fan as long as I can remember. I have never once checked the Notre Dame football roster. Um, the first time I checked the roster and saw his name, uh, a little sense of pride kind of came over me. Awesome. Uh, and then, and then when I checked back uh, a few days ago and saw that they had his picture with the with the tie on uh, mm-hmm. again, a little bit more pride. You, you check Irish Sports Daily, which I now subscribe to, never have before. I get a picture of him walking to practice in a Notre Dame uniform. So <laughs> couldn't be more proud of him, more excited for him. I told him, you know, the, the first home game he gets to dress for, I will, I will figure out a way to be there. Um, so uh, he, he, he seems pretty busy, seems to be enjoying it. But uh, it, it, it's been really neat uh, for, for him. It's been neat for our program and our community. Keith Kinder, Mishawaka head football coach, my guest here on WSBT Radio. The Cavemen and Marion will play on 96-1 the ton, our sister station, Friday night at 7 o'clock. You mentioned your offensive line. Coach, you've got a lot of experience coming back in that unit, and based on the offense you run, this has to make you feel pretty good about the start of the season. You know, it really does. We've got every kid um, that is returning, every kid that will start for us uh, this Friday night, um, and one of our backups has started at least in one football game in their career. Um, We've got two guys that have started um, over 30 games in their career. So we're really, really fortunate to have uh, the group that we have coming back. Um, It's allowed us to, like I said before, put more things in because – uh, at offensive line um, with with what we do, learning responsibilities and, and assignments is a big challenge for offensive linemen. Um, so we're, we're grateful that we've got the ability to have 
um, everybody back that's got Friday night experience and um, most importantly, really good football players. You know, sometimes, uh, you know, Bart used to always say this, sometimes a returning starter isn't necessarily a good thing. Uh, in this case, uh, a, a ret- our returning starters up front are good things. They're all good players, good kids, and they work hard. When are you going to release the book with all the Bart Curtis sayings in it? Well, I will tell you that when when I was his <laughs> offensive coordinator, um, I would be in the press box, and the Friday night uh, stuff was 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 a thing for uh, the ages. We would we would write down things he said, and at the end of the year at the Christmas party, we would read them to him. Seriously, uh, that'll probably that'll probably oh yeah that'll probably stay. Uh, in my possession and not be released. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Coach, talk about some of the skill position players that you have outside of the quarterback we talked about in Brady Fisher. Well, offensively, um, returning is our, uh, our our returning leading rusher. Chase Gooden rushed over 1,000 yards last year as a junior. Um, it really turned it on at the end of the year. Had great games against Northwood, against Concord in the sectional game. Chaz Hardy uh, is is back at one of our halfback positions. He's he started every game uh, from about the middle of his sophomore year on. So we're talking about a three year starter with him. Uh, Trey Thomas, a returning starter um, from the split end position, is actually our only two way player, along with Dawson Nowacki, who will split some time. But Trey's going to start at corner and at split end for us, and we think that we have a really good. Uh, the, the potential, you know, we don't like to throw it a whole lot, but we like we like the potential that we have to throw the ball downfield. We actually completed a a nice fade, uh, Brady to to Trey in the scrimmage last Friday. So um, we we feel like we've got some good threats uh, offensively and uh, have the potential that if we need to, we can throw the ball and challenge people, you know, horizontally and vertically, which is what everybody's trying to do in football now. So the Air Kinder T-shirts are going to be coming soon to Mishawaka High School? Well, I would prefer if we didn't throw it at all, but I understand <laughs> there is a need, <laughs> there's a need for it from time to time. The, the biggest thing for us is are we throwing, you know, what we talk about every Sunday, every offseason is are we throwing when we want to or when we have yeah. to? If we're throwing when we want to, I really like it. If we're throwing when we have to, something bad has happened. We've had a negative play because of a – missed assignment or we've had a penalty those are the situations where we're in trouble if we have to throw it we're in trouble if we want to throw it typically we're in a good place so probably keith kinder the high school quarterback like to throw it a whole lot more than keith kinder the high school coach absolutely uh, <laughs> i remember uh coach coach sharp coach sharp used to always tell us and we probably only when i played at Jimtown, probably eight to 12 times a game is a is a fair number but he always used to tell me there are three things that can happen when you throw the football and two of them are bad so that's kind of how i learned football so we, we kind of stuck to that here i hope this isn't a stupid question but just how complex your offense is you got to get your defense ready for the upcoming season, and you're going to face a lot of different offenses, maybe not many like what you run. How do you get your defense ready for the start of the year when they have to go one-on-one against your offense sometimes in practice? It may not be what they see early on in the season. Well, I will tell you that if you have the answer to that, I will hire you right now because <laughs> it's something that we 
that we struggle with a lot. It's a really good question. It's something that we, we struggle with for a number of reasons. Number one, if we had spread type football players, we would probably play the spread offensively. So when, mm-hmm. even when we try to give our defense a look, as, as hard as our kids are trying, it, it's almost impossible to simulate. It's, it's, it's virtually pointless for our ones and ones to go against each other because, like you said, our defense won't see our offense except for one week a year, and that's in the middle of the season this year. So what we've tried to do uh, this year and what we kind of liked was um, we've done some ones versus ones where for eight plays the Mishawaka offense will play against the Mishawaka defense, but the Mishawaka defense is, is being like the Marion scout team. And then we'll flip it around where the, the number one Mishawaka offense is running Marion's stuff against our starting defense. And, and we thought that that was the best way we could give them as good a look as possible. But we spent a lot of time this, this summer focusing on us. You know, a lot, of, yeah. a lot of teams in the area, in the state, do the seven-on-sevens, and they travel and do competition days and stuff like that. We didn't do any of those things right, you know, this summer. We chose to, to stay home, focus on us, get stronger, um, and, and learn how to play hard. And so, as a result, I think we are a little behind uh, on the defensive side of the ball. We've got a really good staff. We've got, we've got good players. Um, they just need that game experience. So I'm really excited to see them this Friday. I'm wondering how you prepare for the first game of the year. I know everybody plays a scrimmage. Do you guys check out what Marion did in that scrimmage? Do you have a good idea who they always are from year to year? How do you tackle scouting and preparing for this Marion football team? Well, week one is always the most stressful week just because of all the unknowns. Um, In terms of we've got – probably 25 clips of Marion from the scrimmage that are, are useful to watch. They've got pretty close to the same amount. We know that they were very vanilla in the scrimmage and they know that we were very vanilla in the scrimmage, but we played each other so many times that, that we've got a good idea of how each team is going to attack the other. And, and so uh, that's what makes it a really good and fun opening game because we've got the opportunity uh, number one, it's going to make us better for the tournament. Number two, it's going to expose where we have to get better. Um, the, the, the biggest concern always for me week, week one is not, not having a clear picture on special teams, you know, because I think special teams, particularly early, can change games in an instant, and we've had no live special teams reps. Um, mm. If we don't know necessarily, they've had we've put, this will be the fifth time we've played them in those previous four games. They've they've kicked off three different ways. I don't know how they're going to line up Friday on kickoff, mm. and that will keep me up all night because if they kick the ball in the right spot and we're not there, they may have the football. So those are the things that that really worry me in the first game are just things that you can't cover without film and live game experience. I can relate to the stress you're talking about. I have the same stress trying to figure out who has the football with your offense because it's always hidden, Coach, and you make it hard on the broadcasters. We get gray hair early in our lives trying to figure out who's got the ball. Well, in my in in my pregame meeting with officials, I always remind them to have a slower whistle um, so that they don't 
get confused. So maybe if you're calling one of our games, you just try to have a slower call. Right? You know, you just slow it down a little bit so you can get it right. But, you know, <laughs> part of, part of I think, why we're most successful, I, you know, you mentioned the, you know, hard, you know, the, the hard to see things. But, but I think the thing that has allowed us to be successful is if you watch any football anymore, nobody is under center. So we're under center. We are coming right at you, and we're going to move. Our kids play fast, and they play low, and they play physically. And that, you know, I was talking about how it's hard for us to replicate what someone does. It, it is virtually impossible for a program to simulate our offense in a matter of three days. You know, it's something that we take a lot of pride in and take so much time installing, I think that gives us an advantage on the offensive side of the ball because nobody you don't have to prepare for it very much anymore. Yeah, very true. Well, Coach, have some fun Friday night. Hopefully you get some sleep between now and the kickoff as Mishawaka plays at Mishawaka Marion. I know you're going to have a big crowd out at Otowski Field for the game, and the ball game will be live on 96-1 the ton. And hope you have a great year, Coach. We'll catch up with you in a few weeks if you don't mind. All right, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on. Coach, thank you so much. That is Mishawaka head football coach Keith Kinder, the Cavemen and the Knights, Friday night, 7 o'clock on 96.1 The Ton. 6.38 at WSBT. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 